Laura Johnson here from Tickle Life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle Life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? I'm doing great. Again, happy March to everyone. Happy upcoming Steak and Blowjob Day, which is coming up on the 14th. Mm -hmm. Hope everybody's prepped and ready. Yep, and I think yesterday was International Women's Day, so if you celebrate yes, that. Yes, absolutely, happy. absolutely. <laughs> I learned some other holidays, actually. Just a side note. My um, child found out it was International Women's Day, and he decided to go on and look through Google, and there is a lot of international people, of things day. One that kind of triggered me, I don't really know how I feel about it. I was going to share real fast. It, national, international widow day and i was like "Ooh, why do we need a day for that i don't want to celebrate to remember that i lost my spouse <laughs> maybe it's more of like um support you know like yeah you know yeah. yeah i i was just like huh, well mm, yeah no <laughs> that's a hard one for sure <laughs> Yeah, but there were there were there were quite a bit of different um, holidays that you know were interesting, and you kind of would think about like what, in what regions do they actually celebrate those? It's kind of um, interesting, actually. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. Oh, so tonight we <laughs> this is going to be a tough transition from widows to oral sex. Okay. Well, there you tonight, go. <laughs> um, tonight we are going to talk about how to embrace receiving oral pleasure or pleasure in general. Mm -hmm. So yes. much about sex is about giving and sometimes we struggle to accept pleasure or maybe we get embarrassed to fully share our pleasure with our partners, mm -hmm. even ourselves. So Lulu and I are going to talk about how to get comfortable about receiving oral pleasure and some ways to help you express your pleasure with your partner or partners. Nice. Yes, I'm excited. And just as a disclaimer, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers, and we are not giving out health, mental health, or legal advice. If you are having any health, mental health, or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. And we have a couple of resources in our show notes, so do read those for more information or how to do any of these practices safely. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm feeling it too. I am exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> this weather is crazy. But today's episode was really um, inspired not only because, you know, next week is Steak and Blowjob Day and I am doing a workshop this weekend, but, uh, you know, a very trusted client came to me and, and said some things and had me thinking, you know, when a person is someone who loves to please their partner in an oral stance and you give them no reaction, you know, um, no sounds, no body movement, no just anything. You're just there. 
with, with just no kind of expression, it makes the other person, you know, feel a bit less than because, you know, believe it or not, if you don't know, you know, a lot of people, when they are giving any pleasure to the other person, it really heightens it for them. Mm-hmm. It really gets them aroused. It really turns them on to see how what they're doing excites you. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving no feedback as far as, you know, sounds and body movements and quivers and all that, the person now is not getting turned on themselves. Their body's like, okay, like, um, so you don't like this? And, and then, you know, it can really, you know, mess with someone's esteem, you know, I don't want to say self-esteem, but esteem and, um, make them feel self-conscious and not heard in, mm-hmm. in, in that, um, exchange, which is, you know, very unfortunate. And so I thought it would be really great that we talk about that and dive in. And like Laura said, even with yourself, you, you know, um, if it was your first time using a new toy or first time ever using toys, you know, and you're not sure <laughs> you don't feel safe in that space to maybe yell out or let your body just experience what it's experiencing, you know, it's a little jarring because then we might look at you like, okay, so was it me? Was it the toy? Did we like this? Like what's happening? Do I feel Mm -hmm. shame for this? You know, all those kind of emotions really do um, play a part. And sometimes it sticks with us a little bit long and we don't want that. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And, you know, I I haven't had any uh, physical experiences with that. But I am just generally, I am a very quiet person and kind of an Mm -hmm. introvert. Not kind of, I am an introverted person. So I could be thoroughly uh, enjoying myself, but I'm not saying anything. And then I get the, are you okay? Are you doing all right? I'm like, yes, I'm having a fantastic time. You'll never know it because I'm not smiling. (laughs) And I have my resting, (laughs) I was going to say resting bitch face on, but, uh, you know, like, I I do understand that, you know, you might feel self-conscious about expressing your feelings. And, you know, that's why we're going to share some some tips about how to get more comfortable to being open to receiving pleasure. Mm hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say that I really like that this episode came from your the experience you had with your client and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's inspiring us to to address this issue, because I think a lot of a lot of people, you know, suppress their feelings um, right. either in the bedroom or otherwise. And so, yeah, this is like a thing that's needed to be talked about. Exactly. And then, you know, um, well, we always talk about, you know, feedback, feedback after. So. If you're not a person who can express in that moment, you're not a loud person, you're not a person who likes to make noise for whatever the reason is, or the kids will hear, or you know, just whatever that scenario is, and you're kind of not a person who their body doesn't make that effort. If the person then comes to you and say, "Hey, um, what you feel about that? How was that for you?" If you know, maybe they try something new and and different, and you know, give them feedback. Mm-hmm. Say, "Hey, you know, I really did enjoy it, regardless of what my body was looking like. I really did um, enjoy what you did today." Or if not, like, "Hey, you know, I kind of like what you did last time. It really made me feel a different kind of way this time. Mm-mm, it was okay." Give me something to work with. Give me, you know, give me some notes. Let me know, especially if I'm asking you. Give me something to work on. 
so that uh, the next time it could be different. Yeah, I I 100% agree. And it's we've we've talked about this form of communication a couple of times, but yeah. and I think it makes sense to keep reiterating it because mm-hmm. no, you know, not enough people are talking to each other and then that frustration comes up yes. where you know, you can't improve what you're doing because you don't know what your partner isn't enjoying about the experience or vice versa, you don't know what they are enjoying about the experience. Right. Um and so yeah, I think that's that's super critical. And then my one suggestion with that, if you're going to have like the post the post sex discussion, do it in a neutral space where mm-hmm. it's not like it's not in the bedroom, like where everything right. is happening. Don't do it in the middle of sex. Like that's, you know, that's going to make it uh, a bit mm. more challenging. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like something where it's you're you're incredibly uncomfortable or you're in pain or like you just need to. Right. Stop. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. But don't be like, you know what? That movie just did like a second ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like next time, don't even, you know, just, just, you know, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, if you're not comfortable, like verbalizing it, send them a text, write them a letter, mm-hmm. you know. Especially, again, if the person asked you. Mm-hmm. Because maybe they feel like they slighted you and they didn't um, give their best performance. And you could be thinking the opposite, but you didn't give any reaction. So they don't know how to gauge what's happening. So if they come to you and say, hey, how you feel about that? Were you, you know, were you satisfied? And, and especially if the person didn't get any release from it. Mm-hmm. You could have enjoyed something and did not come or or nothing. Mm-hmm. Do we know why? We don't. Everybody's different. So your partner may ask you, "Hey, I noticed you didn't you didn't get any release. What you know was were you looking for something else? Was you know were you not in the mood for that? Or you know, yeah, what? Yeah, definitely don't be afraid to speak your mind if if you're not enjoying something. You got to be transparent. Yes. Okay, that's perfect. Yes. And be, and be honest. You can be honest, honest with kindness and compassion, but telling your partner that you had a good time when you really, really didn't, or um, Mm -hmm. you you're trying to protect someone's feelings like, okay, that, that will work in the short term, but if it's going to continually make you uncomfortable and you're really not enjoying this, you got to tell them you have to tell them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so let's get into some tips about how to help yourself get into the mood to receive pleasure. So I just want to read a quote by um, John Wellwood, who uh, was a clinical psychiatrist and psychotherapist. He passed away in 2019. There is a secret about human love that is commonly overlooked. Receiving it is much more scary and threatening than giving it. How many times in your life have you been unable to let someone's love or even pushed it away? Or (laughs) let in someone's love or even pushed it away. As much as we proclaim the wish to be truly loved, we are often afraid of that. And so we find it difficult to open to love or to let it all the way in. And I... It, I pulled this from a larger article and I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that article in just a little bit, but I just thought that it made a really good point about the vulnerability 
of mm. letting someone in and enjoying certain experiences. It's um, true. Yeah, it's it, being vulnerable is is a struggle for a lot of people. Yeah, included. yes, it is. Yes, you it know. is. <laughs> um, because you know you're potentially, you know, you have to let someone in. You have to let someone. You have to lose control of what you're, yeah. of what you're doing, you know. And receiving love or receiving pleasure, I think, also can be vulnerable because of that fear that it might be taken away from you. Might, Absolutely, you might, you might break up. You know, you and your partner don't have the same uh, sexual habits anymore. Or something, mm. you know, you can lose that in some capacity. I 100% agree with that. And, you know, that goes for new relationships, seasoned relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure a person can say, well, I'm sure you're completely, I said, listen, I have a control issue. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for me, that's a psychological thing is like, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I can't be giving you all this control. That's too much. Even though it's having, in my mind, we're having a time of our lives, but just, but the body's like, mm-mm, 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 stop, stop. You, you're going too far. Okay, let's think about this for a second. I'm like, oh, kind to catch yourself a little. Oh, I was letting real go. Mm -hmm. But that's a thing you explore. And, and there are times where all the wheels fall off and you just go for it. You know, and then there's other times where you're like, listen, you're thinking, you're looking, you're doing all that. But if you have that kind of communication with your partner and they know, you know, who you are at the core and they say, Hey, listen, I seen you was a little bit out of it. Um, was that okay for you today? Da, da, da. Have the conversation, but you know, uh, my body was into it, but my mind was somewhere else, but you know, I still appreciate your work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you that absolutely that. makes sense. Want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's get into releasing control. Um, <laughs> we are constantly trying to have control over various situations. Control makes us feel safe. Um, and it's a defense mechanism against vulnerability. We might try to account for every problem and always try to predict the future, but it's because we don't want to be in that vulnerable position of making a mistake or being embarrassed or simply just not having the outcome that we want. So one of the things that can help with receiving pleasure is embracing the lack of control, releasing that control to your partner. Um, or if you're pleasuring yourself, not trying to um, have every single thing be perfect, staying in the present and embracing the sensations that are running through you will help you get more into that mindset for pleasure. Yes. Yes. It's like, you know, if you're doing self-pleasure and you do it underneath the uh, underneath the blanket, mm -hmm. come on the blanket. Don't have anything covering you. Be, you know, open to get that whole experience happening. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Or like if you're using, you know, you're playing around with the controls or something, right? And you're increasing mm -hmm. or decreasing the speed. Try maybe a new pattern or a new setting yeah, no, or... Or just let it sit there and see what happens as you're embracing all of the different vibrations. Um, yeah, just that need to, to hyper control something is going to definitely take you out of um, that ability to receive. Absolutely. I agree. 100%. <laughs> 
So relatedly, explore what feels good. So there's not a straight line for how a sexual experience should go. And aside from making sure you have lube on hand and using it <laughs> and, and getting your contraceptive protection in order, there are no steps set in stone for what you should do first, second, or third. If something feels good for both or more of you, um, just keep going. If you want to switch from foreplay to penetration back to foreplay, go for it. There, there are no rules in that sense. Sure not. Sure not. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. So release the control of having to do everything in a specific way, unless, you know, that is your kink and <laughs> that's like a, that's the thing between you and your partner. All right. Um, One, two, three, four, yes. five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine. Repeat. Exactly. Um, use all of your senses to welcome pleasure to you. So one of the things that you can do is try to engage all five senses in mm-hmm. in that experience or, you know, kind of play around. Like if you ha- have a blindfold or some type of restraint, yes. you know, you, you I don't know, smell um, flavored lubes or something to have the smell or candles or oils. Yeah, and stuff. so like, you know, you can. Okay, let's see. You can. Have the partner restraint, okay. hands and hands and, and ankles. And for instance, we're talking about a penis on the receiving. There's something like that. Since we're getting into steak and blowjob day. Mm-hmm. And put a flavor condom on, right? And you go down and you do your thing. And then you come up and you say, well, tell me what flavor this is. And have them smell the flavor and see if they can um, let you know what it was. And see how that works. And maybe that's their favorite flavor. And, you know, sense arouse people. And they're like, oh, okay, that was happening. Not only did I get aroused down here, now I'm up here and I'm feeling that tingle. And, you know, I'm getting that thing going. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that the blindfold and the restraints work really great for um, edging, really mm-hmm. great for stamina control because you're getting that person to that glory and they don't know when it's coming or going because they can't see you yeah the the unpredictability embracing the lack of control right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's you're just, great buildup <laughs> yeah yeah so when you when you release that control to your partner your partner's like control i guess controlling your orgasm i mean that's that's a little bit more on the not extreme but you know if you're kind of you need to build up to something like that yeah that's true um, as well but you know, it, it, when you do get, if you do get to that point, that can be a lot of fun. And then you're truly just giving yourself over to your partner. You're you're fully embracing all of the sensations that they're providing for you. You can. It's really just you and your body, and just feeling that you don't have to focus on trying to do different tasks or you mm-hmm. know, just just yep. feel and let go. Exactly, exactly. It's so much. And, you know, for our vulva owners, you know, um, figuring out if, if your partner uses um, one of those uh, tingling uh, lubes on you mm. and try to identify, is that a cooling? Is that a warming? You know, what what is the body saying to you? You know, and then anticipating that, how that feels. Oh, that's that's cool. You know, using a glass toy in that space is just mm-hmm. 
you know, next level. Because then again, if you're blindfolded, you don't know if it's coming in cool, if it's coming in hot, what's, what's going on, where is it touching? So you can really, really build on that. And again, obviously, after everyone has rested, you can have mm -hmm. some feedback, have some conversation. Like, wow, that was really next level. Really enjoyed what was happening there. Obviously, think that that's not an everyday occurrence, but really plug into that and take notes for when you want to put a little extra spice in it. Bring those things back around. I Definitely. say old stuff brought back again, especially for those seasoned couples. Mm -hmm. You will just have no idea how that it hits different. I'm I'm just mm -hmm. saying from experience, it hits different. Because, you know, when somebody brings an old bag, an old trick out of their bag, and you're like, oh, I remember that. Oh, uh, so like. Yeah, it has a nice nostalgic feeling to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it takes you back to, you know, when you first may have received that pleasure. And, mm. you know, it, it just fills you up and it, it makes the body feel different and heightens all experiences in that moment. Definitely. Um, so this next tip actually comes from the, the article that I had mentioned previously by Wendy Starger, who quoted uh, who, who uh, quoted the, the person um, that I read from before. So she suggests experience how unpredictable and healing human touch can be. So receiving physical love from your partner, pay attention to all of your sentence, your senses, Allow your capacity for pleasure to lead you into uncharted and evocative behaviors that you may never repeat even moments after you perform them. So I Ooh. think that's that's pretty interesting. Like, again, the, it's the lack of control, um, trying new things in the moment and yes. then just kind of and letting it go. Yeah, I just I think that's really I don't know. I think that's really cool. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, you just never know. And, and and sometimes it's by accident. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, I didn't mean to do that. But, oh, but you didn't? Because if that was an accident, boy, happy about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone likes a little nice, happy accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our next tip comes from a video by Ignited Women and she taught in this video, she talks about how we are continually taught to discount our feelings. So for example, mm -hmm. if you're feeling tired, you're often pushed to keep going. Um, if you're feeling emotional, you're probably told to snap out of it. So mm -hmm. it's really rare for us to feel the full spectrum of our emotions and physical sensations, both, both pleasurable and even uncomfortable. Um, she says that, okay. She says, in order to feel pleasure, you have to perceive pleasure, which means listening to what your body wants. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Getting in touch with like where it starts to feel good and riding that wave. Right. And and don't be afraid to even let your like guide your partner in that direction. Like, you know, um, I don't know. Uh well, you would know because you know, with the massage, like if you if you're feeling tightness somewhere telling yeah. them where to so, go. Right. So usually, you know, for me in that space, uh, I do majority of my massages with my eyes closed. Mm. I know where the body is. I, I don't really need to have my eyes open for that experience. Once I place my hands on the body, I kind of know what I need to do. And 
it just kind of glides and I kind of feel under my fingertips where touch needs to happen, how much, how often, what pressure. And, you know, my clients are always surprised. Like, how did you know? I didn't even say anything. I was like, listen, the body said I'm over here. Come and get me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where, where it led me. It's like almost like an, an energy force, like a magnet over here. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And um, it puts me into a good headspace. Um, only time you really see me open is when I need to, you know, turn turn the body over to do the other side. But for the most part, I censor myself in that space, and it's very rewarding. You, you just you just feel in the moment with what's happening, mm-hmm. and intent is there. Absolutely, and I think also going along with this, uh, this is another tip from Ignited Women Woman. Um, she encourages you to do a body scan to connect your mind and your body. So a body scan, as defined by a Healthline article, is a mindfulness meditation practice that involves scanning your body for pain, tension, or anything out of the ordinary. It can help you feel more connected to your physical and emotional self. And you're supposed to acknowledge any of these sensations you're experiencing, but without judgment. So they um, say that this can help you feel relaxed um, and doing mindfulness practice can maybe help improve sleep, anxiety, relief, provide greater self-awareness, increase self-compassion, reduce pain and reduced cravings. So, um, you know, it's a bit more holistic, although the the article mm-hmm. does say that there were some um, scientific studies that demonstrated that too. Right. But, you know, try it and see see if it does provide you with a better connection to your body. Um, because, yeah. you know, again, with ignoring our feelings um, or ignoring our physical emotions, like we put up with so much discomfort throughout the day. And then we wake up the next morning and go, why am I sore? Why am I yes. itchy? Why yes. do I, you know? So it just helps you be, again, be more present. Yeah. It's okay mm-hmm. to just be, it's okay to, to let those feelings, emotions in and not be afraid that they're going to harm you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Cause there's the, the fear of embracing your emotions is that you might feel hurt. You might feel yeah. Yeah, upset, yeah, yeah. you know, and you're trying to avoid that at all costs. And maybe okay. sometimes you just, need to, <laughs> you just need to let, let it happen. You know, it's very true. It's very true. We all need a good release sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's circle back to what we were talking about earlier when we, when you were saying like how to express pleasure with your partner. So mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you would recommend to let your partner know that like you're having a good time? <laughs> I mean, so obviously if you're not a person who likes to make noise or you just, you know, that's just not your thing. Um, have some hand movement, you know, yeah. uh, uh, touch the person's, you know, maybe a shoulder, uh, grab areas that they know that, you know, that they like to be touched mm-hmm. because then that indicates to them that, okay, this is turning you on because you're touching those areas that I now like, mm. you know, um, I think about if someone is just like laying there like a surfboard, <laughs> not giving anything. That's like wow. I I 
foot one would just be like, okay, well, um, seems like you're done. And so, so am I. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, when someone is giving oral pleasure, like I said, touching their genitals, you know, like for a vulva owner, for example, if you are receiving, you know, do some little footwork, you know, um, maybe if you were, um, different genders, uh, do some footwork on their penis in that space and, and do some foot stroking, or if they're into nipple play, you know, grab a nipple as they're pleasuring you, you can feel that everybody will start to just be encompassed in what's happening. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you know different body parts the person likes, give a little stroke, a little this, if they're into, you know, ear play and, 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 and pulling on hair and all that. Engage in those things so they know that what you're doing feels great to you. You're receiving it. You're uh, you're here for the experience. A hundred percent. And I, I especially think that receiving pleasure for vulva owners, receiving oral pleasure for vulva owners is sometimes a bit tricky because we are often taught that like our vulva vagina is dirty or like unsanitary or like shouldn't be touched you know um and so it's hard to like get into the space where you feel comfortable just letting it all out there um (laughs) and (laughs) and having that and having that physical contact so Mm -hmm. you know if you're having concerns about being vulnerable in that way with your partner talk it through because maybe there are things that they can do before they go down on you to kind of ground you in the experience and make you feel safe. And like, maybe it's that they compliment you, like compliment on how you taste and smell and like all anything that would, anything that would like normally make you feel uncomfortable or you would, you would be worried about, Mm -hmm. you know, if they can acknowledge that, like if the, if your partner can acknowledge that you don't actually have anything to worry about, they are enjoying every bit of you you know, that can also help you relax and just enjoy what they're doing. Right. And then on, um, when it comes to like body and how you feel in that space, say, say for example, that you, you didn't like your arms, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to use that. And maybe you express that to your partner, say, Hey, you know, um, I don't really like my arms to be touched. And it, it kind of turns me off. And then you're pleasing your partner. And the first thing they grab for is your is is your is that area that you have expressed to them that you didn't want to be touched when it comes to intimate play. You know, what is that saying to your partner that you want them to stop? So you touch that area that you know is uncomfortable to them. That would make one feel invalidated because you've expressed to them that, hey, listen, that when we're, you know, an intimate time is really a trigger for me. I really don't like to be touched there. Are we doing that? It kind of, you know turns my off switch really, really fast. Can we try to avoid that? And then on the flip side, ask them, what is it is about you touching this area that, what does it do for you? Mm-hmm. And maybe we need to find some medium ground. I don't like it, but what is it doing for you when you touch it in that space? Mm-hmm. Need to have a dialogue and see where we can meet you know, in that, in, 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 in some medium area in, in the middle somewhere to see if it's uh, something that can be negotiated and um, beneficial for both parties. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, 
you know, this whole episode has been about mostly communication, mm-hmm. having feeling safe enough to talk to your partner about your likes and dislikes, telling them about how you're feeling, um, expressing to them how you're feeling. And, you know, if you're someone that that doesn't, like you were saying, like doesn't make a lot of noise or maybe is a little bit shyer to express them yourself, maybe just even give your partner a heads up. Just just say like, look, I'm a little shy. It takes me a while to get comfortable. But just because I'm not screaming my lungs out doesn't mean that I'm not really, really enjoying myself. (laughs) Unless I say to you, uh, stop. Yeah. keep doing what you're doing. And like, I will let you know if I don't like it, but you know, this is, this is how I respond and I don't want you to feel weird about it. So here we go. Right. Yeah. And not, not to keep it, you know, obviously it's been heavy, but not heavy. Just want to make sure everybody remembers that March 14th is Steak and Blowjob Day. Um, uh, me and uh, Naughty Dreams are recording live <laughs> on YouTube uh, this coming Saturday. So check out the link if you're not already following us, but it will be up later. Um, we'll be doing some tricks and tips um, for uh, for the Steak and Blowjob. And yes, the official name is Steak and Blowjob. But Lulu recommends a protein and blowjob because for those who do not eat meat or, and, you know, whatever their build back up is, because after an amazing mind blowing experience where you, even if you didn't want to make noise, you're going to make it. Even if you didn't want your body, you're going to make it. <laughs> you're going to do all that. You're going to need to build back your protein. So whatever it is, is it a salmon? Is it some seafood? Is it some tofu? Whatever it is, you will need after that and a glass of water and a graham cracker. So, you know, stay tuned for that, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, this coming weekend. But um, as we always say, transparency, uh, you know, having that communication, being okay to hear something that you may not be okay to hear, you know, and taking that note, not as criticism, but as something to work on if you're at that stage or have your partner help you work on because maybe you don't know which way you need to go and not yucking their yum but trying to meet them somewhere in the middle where we both can be equally um satisfied with the journey absolutely and i think going along with that being your authentic self Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. don't try to be someone that you're not yes be truthful about how you're feeling because if you if you're having difficulties with your partner in the bedroom in having sex it's not going to get better if you're lying to them about what's going on there are gentle ways to tell someone that you don't like what's going on true um and on the partner side like you were saying if your partner tells you like hey i don't really like when you do this thing or mm-hmm. whatever it may be you need to process that in a way that's calm and rational and take it as you know supportive feedback as opposed to like getting defensive and being like well I always do it this way and I've had a million girlfriends who always like me like that's mm-hmm. not productive and you're that means you're not listening to your partner's needs and because it doesn't matter if your other girlfriends or boyfriends or whomever liked it before right. you if if your current partner doesn't like it then exactly. you need to figure out something else Exactly. We are not all the same. And even if it's the same partner, our bodies change, yes. our, our 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 likes and dislikes change. Check back in. Like I said, sometimes you bring in that old trick back out the bag. You're like, oh, 
I missed when you used to do that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for running me down memory lane. Appreciate you for that. Love it. Love it. <laughs> all right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. Or you could reach out to us on social media. We are Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter and Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. It's absolutely free. So please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend. And lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle.life network and visit Tickle Life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you next week. Toodles. Enjoy Steak and Ball Job Day. Yes. I'm <laughs> sorry.